Good morning. Hey, Seattle. As always, it's your girls, Jasmine and Shantae. Welcome to another Thursday morning and another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. Will it be the way or not the way? Find out and join the conversation. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of The Way with Jazz and Tay. As always, it is your girls, Jasmine. And Shantae. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time we've ever done that. <laughs> who is who? We don't know. Um, we're super excited, as always, to be back, uh, you know, sharing a Thursday with you guys. Let's do a little recap of our week. Yeah. What happened since last Thursday. Let's see. I feel like a, a lot. lot. Yeah, because yeah. my week was kind of crazy. Honestly, the weekend was crazy. The weekends are always crazy. However, I had oddly enough a like relax. I had a relax. Wow. Relaxing weekend, but still a very busy and productive weekend. So it was a little mix of the two. I feel that. Um, so for me, uh, as we all know, Friday was Valentine's Day. What? Boo. What? I'm kidding. I don't actually dislike Valentine's Day. I'm just single, so it's like it it's is like what a it single is. awareness <laughs> day. It's like you're like really aware you're single. Yeah. But also, uh, my friends and I, we did Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day instead of the day before, and we went and had a fancy dinner. It was packed. We got to see some drama. Oh. Yeah, there was like a guy who forgot to do reservations oh. for Valentine's Day and they ended up at the bar and I was like, his girlfriend's going to go cry in the bathroom right now. What a shame. <laughs> that is, that's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, it was. That's like, trash. And like, Come on, man. Here's the bad part is that that actually happened. We watched her get up and go to the bathroom and I was like, oh. oh. So why, did you guys go in there? And I was like, like, I'm going to cry. Like my eyes started tearing oh. up. <laughs> Secondhand like sadness. Yes. Or, yeah. <laughs> I was like, do better, guy. Like. It's always the 14th. Oh. Make sure to have a reservation. That's anywhere. what I mean. Like, how do you for how do you forget? You um, just, that's the one day that never changes. Yeah, but we ate some good food and then we headed over to Still Liquor to kind of you know chill. But what we realized is that okay, so normally Still Liquor is packed on a Friday, and I was like, maybe more people are in relationships than we think mm. and or know. Oh because yeah, people, there was nobody in there. Also, there's a lot of like I feel like sneaky relation, or it's like all of a sudden everybody that is not out here claiming people are all of a sudden claiming, claiming people. people because you know you'll be in trouble on the right. 14th if not. Right. So, hmm. Can I interrupt the ladies? Oh, one absolutely. Second? Can we rotate our phone? It's not showing the proper angle, oh, so you guys sure. are sideways. Uh oh. I know, right? You guys are both like on Understood. top of it. Yeah. This just, one. I'm just make, looking out for our viewers because <laughs> we can check you two now out on Facebook Live. Oh, what you're doing now? Look at we'll it. see the rotation here in a minute. I'm just, oh. just kind of. Well, that's gonna be fun. We'll <laughs> I know. <laughs> as many viewers as possible. That's what we want. There we go. There, there we go. go. Ah, we rotated. We're awesome. good now. Okay, cool, cool. Well Thank done. You. Well done. Much appreciated. <laughs> um, and then I guess you know, like at the not the tail end, probably on Saturday yeah, we went Saturday. to Defy Tacoma. Um, there's one in Seattle, and essentially it's this big trampoline warehouse. Um, I've taken my kids to the South Center one. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I didn't yeah. know there was one in South it, Center. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. It was it was crazy. We went out there, did a couple jumps. Mm -hmm. I skinned up my knee Ooh. instantly. It was like one of the first things I did, and the whole time I'm like, I think I like got a scratch you on did. my you leg. You did. Like I think something's going then, on here. And then later I like went to go change my clothes, and I was like, oh, it's just like this big on my like it's it's it was like a good like it was a good like layer it was of one skin. of those like an emotional that, roller coaster yeah. you're going through right now it reminded me of why maybe 30 year olds shouldn't be no yeah. <laughs> but it was like it was tons of fun they yeah. had like you know i went off this like high dive jump thingy mm -hmm. they had one of those things that they have on like wipeout where you like are supposed to like jump Obstacle over course yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was fun. Like, there was something there for everybody, too. Like, yeah. all skill levels, you know, you could show off if you were really good, but then you could also play it safe if you were maybe not so good. But um, <laughs> I like, <laughs> I had a blast. I felt like a kid, and we were sore the next day. I did not know why. My I was like, why does my arm hurt? Like, I kept moving my arm, and I was like, what did I do? Did I fall or something? But no, it was this defying gravity. All that skin be jumping up and well, down. that <laughs> yeah. on top of your other things you did. <laughs> what else did I do? 
Look at oh, your list there. Oh, hey, yeah. Come on now. What? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that so, so on So Bomb Valentine's Day, I made sure that I was booked and busy. Uh, you know, can't think about it when you're just too busy working. I can't do. So I was, uh, I worked at my regular job. And then I went and shot another cut video, which was super fun. One of the most fun ones I think I've ever done. Can't talk about it. I don't think so anyways, but it was amazing. Um, check it out. Well, I don't want to say amazing, but it was interesting. Just when it comes out, it'll be a good one. <laughs> um, and then also my bestie, um, uh, Ariana, was visiting from New York. And this is my second time seeing her this year. I'm already on a roll with that one. Like, I'm blessed. Um, that was really nice to be able to see her. I miss her and I love her. And all during that same time that she came over and we were hanging out, um, I managed to lock myself out of the house, <laughs> which is also the second time this year I've done that. That's like, a classic Shantae move. <laughs> yes, literally. She's the one you that does that. Laugh at it. Like, I was like, that's not very nice, but you're like, I've I do like, too. I've like shown up at the house before and Shantae's been sitting on the front porch on her phone. Just, just like, chilling. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm on Amazon. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know somebody's showing up soon. <laughs> yeah, so I was really just like embarrassed, but it was actually it turned out to be like a blessing. I was able to like um, she was able to come over and visit with my mom. My mom doesn't live too far from us, so she just gave us a ride to my mom's, and we hung out until somebody came and unlocked the house for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my weekend. It was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like I said, it was productive, but still relaxing. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how this weekend goes. I think it's another, I think it's going to be a relaxing weekend. I'm going to make that a priority. Um, but really quickly. I'm trying to think, what is this weekend? <laughs> There's so much going on. I honestly can't keep track of things. But really quickly, point. I hope that you guys had a good President's Day. Many of you guys probably had that day off. I did not. I was working. Me too. I was here. Okay. Samesies. Cool. I'm glad that we were all in the same boat on that one. You yeah. know why? Because we are about our money. But also, uh, work uh, did not close. I was about to say, our jobs are about that. <laughs> Gotta keep maybe. that economy moving right. forward. <laughs> but also, I don't think we really had a choice. Right. Uh, so anyways, shouts out to y'all who had the day off, but also shouts out to everybody who kept the world going that day. And then on Tuesday, I hope you guys had a glass of wine, if not a few, because it was Drink Wine Tuesday. Drink drink a glass of wine Tuesday. National or Wine Day or something. Some something National like that. Yeah, I don't know. This but past Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, and I think did we have was that when we had some wine? I, champagne at least. We had like the sparkling rosé. We had a whole bottle between the two of us on Tuesday night. We were celebrating. We were celebrating. <laughs> and um, it was funny because I don't think we did that intentionally to correlate with that like National. No, drink we didn't. Wine, at all. But it worked out. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. But now that we've caught you guys up on our weeks, let's get into our icebreakers, y'all. Ooh. So we're, we are keeping um, this episode Black History Month themed. That's the theme for the whole month. So next week's episode will also be Black History Month themed. Correct. Um, so our icebreaker is also <laughs> uh, Black History Month themed. And so we're doing categories again. What did we do last week? Was last week categories? Uh, we did song association. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we're keeping it, you know, a little different, but the same. Consistent, but different. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, there's three categories. Um, some of them are going to be easier than others. Um, some of them we might embarrass ourselves. Yes, that's what I'm excited about. I hope not. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So the first category is going to be famous black figures. Easy. Easy breezy. You okay, say cool. that now. Who are we starting? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Ready? And I'll count you in. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three, go. Nicki Minaj. Chris Brown. Taraji P. Henson. Martin Luther King Jr. Nelson Mandela. Obama. Malcolm X. Michelle Obama. Ooh, Rosa Parks. Coretta Scott King. Ruby Bridges. Oprah Winfrey. Uh, Gail King. Stedman. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. <laughs> I mean, there's credit there. Um, 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 oh. That's too much time. Oh. That's too much time. Uh, the Stedman threw me off. <laughs> that, that, that was a good move, though. That was a good move. Yo, that was a good one. And, like, because we were keeping that going for a while. And then, like, 
we were kind of jumping all over the place with like current like current people and yeah, like some I of started it with Nikki as like <laughs> We were just talking about him. The we other were. Day too. We totally were. <laughs> okay, cool. So that was a good one. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to start off with this next one? Yeah. So the next category, you guys, is African countries. Okay. Ready? No. Angola. <laughs> Sudan. Egypt. Nigeria. Chad. Rwanda. South Africa. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Somalia. Eritrea. I'm sorry. I lost. Namibia. <laughs> she took mine. I, was I panicked. About- I panicked. I told her I was saying South Africa <laughs> off top. Like, that's my one. I'm so sorry. I panicked. I panicked, Shantae. I'm so sorry. You were like, I'm taking it. I didn't, I didn't want to take the L. I apologize. I will give it to you anyway. And for both of you. <laughs> that's fine. Um, all right, next category is going to be soul food. Ooh, I'm ready for this one. Like, okay, this is particular types, styles? You know, I was actually going to ask that. Is that like sides? Is that like... Yeah, this is a whole different world here. I think however you want to interpret it. So it's So I could be like ice open. cream? That's not soul food. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> African-American soul food, clearly. I mean... Ice cream is not African-American soul food. Could be. Peach cobbler. Some peach cobbler. <laughs> like, that's deep, but you could say peach cobbler. But, like, I wouldn't say ice cream. Okay, bet. We've got the. You know what I mean? Okay. So think southern, southern soul food. We'll like, get to it when it arrives. How about that? Right. Okay. <laughs> we're going to see. debate before the game started. Like, wait, 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 wait. wait I have a, a minute. I have a feeling she's going to be like, nah. No, 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 no. I won't do all that. All right. You want to start? Yes. Go. Catfish. Mac and cheese. Mm, collard greens. Candy yams. Uh, black eyed peas. Ham hocks and beans. Ooh. Ooh. Um. Come on, Chante! You're uh, black! Deep fried turkey. Oh, she came back. Well, I was trying to think of like a meat because we said a true. bunch of sides that and I was true. like, mm. Hogshead fried cheese. chicken. Hogshead cheese? Always fried chicken. Mm. Pork, pork, deep fried pork rinds or pork skin. Those are good too. I Keep it also, going! I was, barbecue ribs. Oof. Ooh, yeah, barbecue ribs are good. Um, what else is there? Corn. Cornbread. Mm-hmm. I said cornbread, I think. Mm. What else is there that <laughs> what's um my mom makes like cabbage with like mm. ham. Yes, like cabbage. Cabbage is always mm. like a dish. Oh, oxtail. Oh, uh the nasty stuff. Chitlins! Oh. Hate it. Chitlins! Chitterlins. Okay, Le- so leave me. The thing with chitlins <laughs> is that like and I just recently kind of was refamiliarized with this over last New Year's, but like there's a reason why they make the chitlins and the collard greens and stuff. Like, the sides are supposed to, one's supposed to, like, bring you money. One's supposed to bring you luck and, like, all this stuff. So, and the black eyed peas. The black eyed peas at the beginning there of the go, year. There you go, yeah. New Year. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, mm-hmm. so, yeah, we have black eyed peas. We have collard greens and then, like, the chitlins. I don't know what the chitlins are supposed to do, but they stink up the whole house. Yeah. They stink up the whole house and they're gross. No, they're not that bad. They're really they're- good. So, here's how I like my chitlins. Uh, take a bowl of collard greens and like some beans and you got to have some cornbread and you got to have some chitlins and you got to eat like the chitlins with Tabasco sauce and the collard greens got to have Tabasco sauce on them and you just kind of got to like eat a bite of the chitlins with like a side or you know what I mean? You got to kind of combine it. You got to combine the flavors. If you guys have ever seen those videos where people are like how you eat avocado and they just throw it in the trash, that's me and chitlins. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what everybody else should do. (laughs) Gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so we're going to jump into our first break. Thanks for listening to The Way with Jazz and Ted. We'll be right back. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. 
Hey, Seattle. Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone. From Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday. There are two types of journeys in life. There are those we choose to take and those that life takes us on. From moments we'll never forget to those we must overcome. I'm Tim McGraw. Join American Airlines and stand up to cancer in our efforts to help make every person diagnosed with cancer a long-term survivor. Visit standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines to learn more. Stand up with us. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, guys. Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Uh, Before the break, we recapped you guys on our weeks, and we played Categories, which was really fun, and I think it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Exactly. And now we're going to hop into (laughs) our reviews of the week. Um, Shantae, take it away. Yeah, I'll go ahead and get it started. So, uh, at my job, they do a really great job of, um, I would say, like, one of the values of it is inclusivity and making sure that people feel um, welcome and, like, there's a community for them. Um, so they have these employee groups, um, like, they have, like, an Asian group for, you know, Hawaiian, Pacific Islander, and people of Asian descent, and it's a group for them and allies. And then they also have one for, you know, African-Americans and people of African descent and their allies. And, you know, there's LGBTQ. There's all of these groups. And um, because it's Black History Month, um, the um, I'll just call it by its name. It's called Lita because I don't want to say the black group. That just seems weird. <laughs> um, um, Lita put on a uh, an event for us yesterday. Um, and it was a dance company that came in called Northwest Tap Connection. Um, and they are located in South Seattle, right on Rainier, and uh, their purpose is, um, or what they are, is they are a race and social justice-oriented studio connecting dance across communities, and the owner, uh, Miss Mabel, she was in, you know, the Seattle Police Department and, you know, saw a lot of stuff that concerned her. And so she wanted to do something. She was also a tap dancer at one point in her life. And so she wanted to mix the two. She wanted to, you know, do something for the kids that would help them learn discipline and learn a skill, but also to keep them off the streets so she wouldn't have to see them come through, you know, her office at the Seattle Police Department. Um, That's really cool. I didn't know that. It was an amazing performance. Um, All of the performers were either in middle school or elementary school. And... Mm -hmm. Um, the show was called the African Amer- or the the African Odyssey, and it was beautiful. Um, I try I tried really hard not to cry because with me I cry whenever there's a black story told, and so I'm just kind of like oh my gosh, like always a little teary eyed. Um, and it was just really cool. Like she took us from you know Africa through the Middle Passage to like when um, you know Africans first got to America, and then like kind of talked about the civil rights and every dance coincided with the story that she was telling and she did kind of like a spoken word as well. Um, that but was really cool. It was it was amazing. It was really touching and it was a great, it was like awesome to be at my job and to be a part of it and to just really feel like that's my, those are my people and that's my community and um, I connected with them on that and the kids are talented as heck. There was this one boy in the whole group, the rest were girls that were there and he was just, Phenomenal. He was tearing it up. He really was. Like he um, had a couple of like not solos, but kind of like stand like standout. Um, what do you call those? Solos. Those are solos. It was a solo, but it felt like it was like chore- obviously choreographed. No, they're still yeah. They're still okay. So solos. he had yeah. like a he had a couple of solos, and I was just impressed with him. Like everybody was just clapping. There was a part where you know they talked about black churches, and like everybody's clapping and you know rocking with it. And I was like, this is just amazing to be a part of. And um, they do a lot in the community, and I can't wait to kind of you know see what else they do and be a part of that as well. Yeah, that's dope. I want to check that out. I yeah, look into that. That's really cool. This show alone just made me want to like do more and see more of what Seattle has to offer and in, in like 
situations or spaces like this. That's beautiful. Yeah. I really love that. You said that they, um, it's just, is it, do they have adult classes and things like that? Or is it just because of the, the kind of program that it is? It's like middle school and elementary. It's mostly for children. Okay, cool. Um, I was actually going to ask if they did any adult classes, but they're all, they're also always um, looking to hire people. So like mm. another one of their big things is they like to um, provide like a place for kids to go and then to provide job opportunities for others as well. Um, so that's like another big proponent of what they do. Yeah. Um, and they also have an auction and a dinner and a show actually on March 7th. Um, <laughs> and it's from 6 to 10 p.m. Um, when we get closer to time, I'll give you guys more information about that if that's something that you're interested in. Yeah, that's awesome, Tay. Thanks. Yeah. I love, love, love. Like, I miss dancing and I love hearing about, like, especially roots like this where I can relate to that. I didn't have that growing up. So I love hearing about stuff like that that kind of has a special place in my heart. It was really cool to see, like, the little kids and it's just, yeah. Um, I think that it's important. You know, it's like yeah. a way to teach them his their history through dance mm -hmm. um and also she's really trying to instill in them like if you guys want to be dancers or want to go to a performing company um you know you're gonna have to like learn how to change costumes on really on fast cue, and like <laughs> you're gonna travel and you know like and and sometimes you know they travel out of state and they do a lot of programs and scholarships to help these kids go to these places mm. because you know they don't ever want a kid to feel left out because you know somebody can't afford it so they have um, funding. They do fundraisers and stuff like that to fund trips and stuff as well. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Tame. Yeah. Um, my review of the week is going to be um, a podcast. It's um, just lately I find myself in the last, I want to say, probably couple of weeks just trying to revisit a lot of the podcasts that kind of made me made us want to do this. Like ones that I was kind of listening to and seeing, you know, what worked for them. What do they do that, you know, that I like that why I like listening to them and everything. So I've just kind of been revisiting them and familiarizing myself with them. And this one is the it's a modern love podcast. It's by NPR. They have all kinds of different you know, once, but this one in particular, um, I really like because I'm such a sap and like a romantic <laughs> and, you know, like at the end of the day, I just want to love and be loved. And um, these are all like short stories that were um, written and selected to be in the New York Times. So everybody, um, a lot of people had access to reading these articles, but what they've done is over the course of, I think they started this back in 2000, I want to say 2017 or 2018 was when they uh, put it on the podcasting platform. And they've got celebrities or like public figures who are reading these articles, which is cool because they're voices that you can kind of, you know, you're familiar with. You, right. You kind of recognize. You're like, hmm. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's really cool. So I like that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then usually at the end of it, they also do like a short interview with the author themselves. Okay. And that talks about kind of like, you know, where they were when they read this or, you know, why, you know, what, why they chose to write this story in this way, things like that. And then also they kind of do a short interview with the, um, uh, the celebrity or whomever chose to read it. And a lot of the times the reason why they chose to read it is because they can apply it to themselves or they re it resonates with them or re it relates to them. And that is really humanizing to me, yeah. especially when it comes to celebrities, because, you know, you never celebrities, you always hold to this higher standard, all this stuff. So I find that really, really cool and really interesting because it kind of dehumanizes not Well, sorry, not dehumanizes them, humanizes them. <laughs> um, and then um, it also is very educating. Um, another point that I really, really enjoy about the podcast is that they're not all romantic type of love. You know, it's called modern love for a reason because they kind of do like familial relationships as well as like friendships. And I can really appreciate that because there's something for everyone. You know, like I listened right. to one not too long ago that was about a mother's kind of a mother's relationship with her daughter when she was going through something really personal and she kind of invaded her privacy couldn't tell her about it but like wanted to be there for her you know so it talks about that kind of challenge and how she betrayed her trust and things like that so I love that because again like even if the episode 
that they put out this week doesn't necessarily resonate with you, the next one probably will in a different way. Or somebody that you know. Or like you, that. Yeah, and um, it's just, it's really fun. And they're easy listening. They're, none of them are very long. None of them are usually longer than, than 25, 30 minutes. You know, they're super easy to listen to. Um, they had a Valentine's Day one that had people of all ages read, like, short stories that were, sorry, short love stories under 100 words. And so that can be really a challenge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that can be such a challenge. But it was very, I mean, and it, it can be as many as 100 words, but it can also be less, you know, less than. Um, but it was just really cool and interesting to see how, like, you know, the kids would do that or how, like, the adults would translate that and just what stories it was. But all in all, it's been making me feel really... Um, less cynical about love Mm. and relationships and things like that like I have been so this is definitely the kind of energy that I need you know and this is kind of stuff that I need to keep manifesting for myself if I do want to try to cultivate and grow those positive and healthy relationships Relationships. moving forward so um, I really appreciate that and I really wanted to kind of highlight that this week because of all the podcasts I've been catching up on this one's kind of stuck out to me the most so check it out um i don't know what all platforms it's on it's on but it's npr you know it's not that hard to find npr if you you if you know and listen to npr i listen to it on apple podcasts but it's called the modern love podcast so check it out stream everywhere i think so (laughs) i think you're probably right (laughs) (laughs) so our format's a little weird today do we want to hop into a quick break or go ahead and get into our hot topic for the day Let's do a quick break because our hot topic, I feel like, is going to be a... It's girthy. It's a girthy one. (laughs) Uh, Let's not use that word. So we're going to take another (laughs) two to three minute break. (laughs) And we'll we'll see you guys on the flip side. You're listening to The The Way Way with Jazz and Tay. I'm Dr. Anthony Lizowitz, and this is Climate Connections. In hospitals, schools, and homes, people depend on nurses and listen to their advice. For 17 years in a row, we've been the Gallup Poll's most trusted profession. That's Phyllis Eide, Associate Professor of Nursing at Washington State University. She says nurses are well-positioned to help people understand how climate change threatens their health. For example, the risk of heat stroke and asthma will grow as the climate warms. She says nurses can also encourage patients to take precautions. How can you help your clients understand where they can go for resources, whether it's a cooling center, whether it's information on how, if they're low income, maybe there are organizations that can help them climate-proof their homes? But to share information, nurses first need to be fully informed. So ID says nursing schools should include climate change in their curriculums. She says the profession has a responsibility to educate patients and push for programs to protect public health. For example, nurses can advocate for cooling centers and programs to check on the elderly during weather emergencies. That's part of our identity as a profession, to really advocate for those vulnerable people. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org. Hey, Seattle. Tune in to The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be bringing you lots of laughs and class to get you ready for the day and the weekend ahead. We have something for everyone. From Song of the Week, where we'll introduce you to local Seattle artists, to the quirky games that we play for that little pick-me-up to get you through your morning commute. Again, that's The Way with Jazz and Tay every Thursday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. See you guys on Thursday. It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, guys. Welcome back to The Way with Jazz and Tay. Uh, Before the break, we did our review of the week. 
And we took a little break because our hot topic this week is a little bit lengthy. We've got a lot to talk about. So, um, as it is Black History Month, we wanted to keep it real black and proud, as always. And so we watched, um, there's actually a documentary out on Netflix currently called She Did That. <coughs> um, it was executive produced by Renee Blewett, who um, is an entrepreneur herself. And um, essentially what the documentary did was highlight the stories of uh, multiple black female entrepreneurs. Um, it talked about their struggles. Um, it talked about, you know, their highs, their lows. Yeah. It really just gave you a picture of what it is to be a black female entrepreneur these days. And before we really jump into it, we want to give you guys some statistics because um, I was I was not surprised, but at the same time, I was. Yeah, yeah. So um, the one thing that we learned from this um, documentary is that black women are the largest growing group of entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, 1.3 million of businesses are owned by black women. And it said that black women are three to, three to five times more likely to start a business than white women are. On top of that, uh, between 2002 and 2012, um, black women grew 104%. So that's like... That's like a really big number. That's huge. Like, honestly, just to hear it be over 100, like 100 percent's a lot, right? Yeah. But 104, like they overgrew in the span of 10 years as female entrepreneurs. Um, and then in 2015, black female owned businesses garnered or garnished 54 billion dollars in revenue. Billion dollars. That's huge. Not million. Billion. billion. Okay. So um, those we're, are just some of the stats. Um, did you have some that you wanted to? We're starting businesses six times quicker than the national average. Um, between 2007 and 2012, uh, female-owned black businesses saw 70% uh, percent of growth in that time. Um, I do believe those are probably the only two that I got. So basically what the stats are saying is that we are black out here. women are breaking out. And they are turning up, okay? Um, and like I said, I was surprised by the stats. Like, I was definitely surprised that black women are the largest growing group. But I'm not surprised at the same time because I know so many black women who do for themselves and who, you know, are entrepreneurial and who just have that mindset yeah like when you think about it it what it did was it put it into perspective it gave us right. an actual like number and it gave us a bigger picture right rather than just us like oh we know we know this you yes. know we know a lot of people who do this but giving us the huge the numbers yeah. and like this is a big thing and it's changing you know business exactly and it was eye-opening very eye-opening um the documentary follows uh a lot of women but the women that they highlighted um, was New York Times bestselling author Luvi Aji? I think it's Lovey. Lovey. Lovey Ajayi. Because, yes, she has a, a social media network called Love Nation. Mm -hmm. And that would make sense. And she's Nigerian. And uh, they also followed a, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Five Fab Finance, um, but this girl named Tanya Rapley, who is, I would say, like a finance consultant. Yeah. Um, the, the founder of Curl's daughter, Lisa Price. The founder of The Lip Bar, Melissa Butler. Um, and I would say that, like, it was super interesting to see Lisa Price on this documentary. Yeah. Um, because everybody knows Carol's daughter's, uh, daughter, sorry. And I just, for one, didn't expect to see her on this documentary. But I really appreciate it that they had her here because... Um, you know, just as somebody who's trying to start something on their own, it was really great to see somebody who I, like, we know her product. Yeah. We know how successful she yeah. is. And to see her um, on this documentary and hear her story and it sound much the same as, you know, your own is really um, 
intriguing it was it was just real it was so i don't want to say like reassuring but also kind of reassuring yeah because she and we know that it's a you know it's a marathon it's not a sprint the first time she said that she made a profit with this was back in 1993 and it was like for a church fundraiser but like who remembers seeing curl's daughter until like late 2000s that part in like target that's yeah. probably the first time i'd ever seen it. exactly so it took her cool you know like 18 years before she was even in stores like main, yeah see like it's 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 time but it's what um what relates what i can a quote that came up i think around this time that she was talking about it was think like a queen a queen is not afraid to fail and that was something that oprah had said and that relates to that. It's just like, you know, it took her like 10 plus, 15 plus, almost 20 years to get to where she did. But she had her ups and downs. But she fought like a queen. And in the end, she persevered. She's yeah. now a part of the L'Oreal family. Yeah. Like, that is huge. Yeah. How many people can say that they've done that, especially with an African-American hair care line? Right. Um, Your favorite could never. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know. <laughs> so um, <laughs> after watching this, you know, obviously as having this podcast, um, it felt like they were speaking to our souls yes. the entire time. I was like, ew, stop we kept, like, reading my mind. We kept like giving each other glances. Like, like mm. yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> um, and so I wanted to actually ask Jasmine some questions um, and answer some myself about the pot or about the documentary and, you know, just kind of see how she felt about it, what she yeah. thought. So. Um, what would you say resonated with you the most um, about what they all said or what they all had to say? Um, I feel it's kind of, it's something that I feel like I've kind of been hearing and it's kind of just like, yes, I understand that, but it's also a matter of actually applying it. And that's just, it's just the being consistent mm. and it is the matter of you are going to fail and have your lows and be told no. And that is something that I'm having to become more, I guess, okay with. And that, and in that, it's taking those chances. These women all have taken chances on small skills and yeah. on larger skills. And that is something that we need to kind of start doing. And that's something that keeps resonating with me. Even the first, from the first time that we've watched it, it's kind of given me a little like more push on top of just the conversations that we've had lately. Just right. It's kind of giving me that boost and that energy to try harder, take those chances and be OK to uh, hear no's. <laughs> yeah. Be OK that be OK with hearing the no's and getting not know, everybody's going to like it. Yeah. We're not everybody's flavor and that's OK. Um, for me, uh, there was there there were two women who own uh, the Krabby Shack in Brooklyn. It's a restaurant in Brooklyn um, named Fifi Bell and Gwen Woods. And what really resonated with me was um, Gwen's husband passed away at some point while they were, you know, opening that business. And Fifi was essentially just saying that um, for her, you know, it's really a driving force to make sure that her friend or her partner in this is always okay. Um, and she's like, you know, I'll never rest or sleep until I know that she's going to be good. Um, and that really resonated with me because, you know, we're not in this alone. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you can let yourself down as easy as you want to and you can bail on yourself as easy as you want to. Like if this was a solo podcast and I was like, this is too hard, I could just be like out. Mm, yeah. But I've got Jasmine and I feel like for me, that's like another driving force. I'm like, yo, we got to make this work. Like got to make it work for her. Got to make it work for me. Yeah. Um, and we're going to work it out together. But that just really resonated with me. And I actually started crying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true. It's like, you know, we are, we're in this together. And it does take the both of us. And there's going to be days, like, you know, they talked about how, you know, their line of work is obviously different than what we do. But they right. had a day where, you know, their staff was sick. And then they had to they had to take care of the whole entire business for the day because their staff was sick. And right. then at the end of the day, their cleaner never showed up. So then they so had to clean. Guess who ended up having to clean? You know, they were there for like 13, 14 hours that day. But, I would have threw the towel but it, in. But it was like it had to get done. And it wasn't going to get done unless they did it. And right. that is absolutely where we are at. Nothing's going to get done unless I'm doing it, unless she's doing it, unless we're doing this together. So, right. So my next question is, what piece of advice are you going to take away from the documentary? I feel like you might have already kind of touched on this, but 
Yeah, it's that it is gonna that it's gonna take time, and it's a but but it's also all about how you approach it. Right. So I can't just use that as a scapegoat. I can't just be like, well, you know, things like this take time without actively trying to push it along. Right. Without doing what I need to do to get it there in that amount of time. Yeah. So, um, yes, just that matter of it's okay that we have a plan and nothing happens for maybe like a month or two. But, hey, maybe after the third or fourth month, things start to kind of like pick up where we get some kind of uh, momentum. Thank you. That's exactly the word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I'll say the same for me. That was it wasn't that. I was surprised, again, surprised to hear that advice, but, you know, hearing people who are successful say exactly what you're thinking and feeling is reassuring. Yeah. You're like, you know, I just don't really know if this is going well, if this is for me, if this is going to work out. And they all said that. They were like, I felt crazy, confused. I didn't know what was going on, if I was going to have a paycheck. Like, yeah. some of them had really crazy stories that they came back from. And I was like, you know what? Right on. Like, that's just really great to hear. Like, yeah. it's going to be hard. But, you know, I'm I'm of the mindset of, like, anything that's not hard, is it really worth doing? Right. Right. Challenge yourself. Um, And then were you surprised to hear the numbers or to see those numbers? That, that part. So, yes and no. Like, we touched on it. And I feel like we knew that the numbers were going to be large. But I just don't think we knew how no. large <laughs> right yeah. and that is just absolutely in incredible mm -hmm. um we're we're strong we're smart we're persevere we persevere you know we can absolutely we chat we take any challenge that is thrown at us and um i really want to touch on a couple things that kind of also gave me like some kind of a boost of confidence or like as far as what we do so the the lip bar girls that she touched on, mm. um, Melissa, what was her name? Melissa, Melissa Butler. Melissa Butler. Um, they actually put their product on Shark Tank, and Shark Tank shot them down, called them colorful cockroaches, and said like, you know, this is like basically called it tacky and all this stuff. And these girls, like, she literally taught herself from scratch how to make this lipstick you know she was like I want something that I know what's in it and something that's going to look good on women who look like me and this was kind of how it was received at first now she's over here and her products are being carried in Target yeah. and she's successful and that is something to me that is just kind of like it doesn't matter who is telling you no if you've got that mindset and that driving force, you will get there. Yeah. I know a lot of people who think that, like, you know, the, who their goal is to get on Shark Tank, that that is their end-all, be-all. And right. if Shark Tank says no, then, well. Then what's your next then plan? Then that's it. Right. But no, for me, Shark, that's going to be a stepping stone. Right. I'm going to try even harder after that, you know? So I love that. And that did, like, she essentially said that, you know, that made them want to try even harder. Um. Another thing that really resonated with me was almost all of these women were talking about how they were working their nine to fives and then also being some cases wives and mothers and then also adding extra hours a day into their hobby, which is they're trying to grow this business. Right. That's incredible. We don't even have kids. We don't have husbands. You know, those aren't the kinds of lives that we are living right now and we are tired <laughs> we, I don't even know yeah like I don't know how they do it let a, you know there's not enough hours in the day there's not enough time in the weekend they're just I don't you know so it's it was it was reassuring to me knowing that like you know hey like what we're doing is incredible but there are also other women out there who are working even harder right and that just makes me want to try that much even harder because right. if they can do it we you, can Absolutely. We can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that is our hot topic for the week. Um, she did that is on Netflix. You guys should all check it out. If you're an entrepreneur, I definitely think you should check it mm -hmm. out and share it with anybody who you know is a female, a uh, black entrepreneur, um, because it's powerful and it meant a lot to be able to watch it. 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of it was very like I found myself smiling a lot about it. You yeah. know, just it was very it was well done and it was so 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 empowering. Yes. So definitely check it out and it's definitely the way. <laughs> now, we are going to very quickly run through our um Seattle happenings because there's a lot going on and we don't have a lot of time. There is so much. All right. So tonight we will be at Club Sur for um, an art show, concert, festival. Um, our friend Blackskin will be performing. That's tonight. I don't know if it's sold out. We bought our tickets in advance and they were $15. Yes. Um, so you can try to get in where you fit in. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Friday, our friend Rashid is throwing another event. It's called F the Gatekeepers Volume 2. And that is going to be at Rendezvous. It's also a concert with multiple, um, sorry, Seattle artists. Uh, I think four to five Seattle artists will be performing there. And that's from... Don't catch me lying, but I think 8 to 11. <laughs> um, <laughs> next Tuesday, there is the Black History Month Mixer. Ooh. Yeah. From 6 to 8 at Remit Remitly, which is in downtown on 3rd Ave. It is free to women of color and $10 for everyone else. <laughs> there will be a discussion panel and networking opportunities. That sounds like that's where we need to be. I really want to go. It's a payroll week for me, but I think I can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then on February 28th, our friends from The Collective are hosting another uh, Rhyme and Reason poetry show. It will be hosted at The Collective Seattle, which is also in downtown Seattle, and that's from 7 to 1030. Tickets are $15, and if you want to go to this poetry show, you should get your tickets quick because it will sell out. Yeah, they do sell. These events sell out, so... <laughs> Don't get caught slipping. Don't ever get caught slipping. <laughs> and then um, March 7th, there's another event. Um, it's a business warming event that the 206 Connect is hosting. It's from 2 to 5, and it's at Luther's Table in Renton. They have general admission for anybody who wants to attend, but they're also looking for vendors. And if you want to find majority of these events, you can Google them, or sorry, search them on Eventbrite. Um, yeah. And I've I got a, I've got a couple little things here. Um, Saturday is National Margarita Day. Yes, it won't be e it won't be hard for y'all to in, to partake in that. You know, just go and have a meal at a Mexican restaurant and order a margarita with it. The backlog to see when your guys' show is on drinking days, like right. uh, like a national day. We need to look up those shows and right. have those shows prepared. <laughs> I am it's, ready. It's so try try classic flavor. Try it blended. Try it on the rocks. Try salt. Try no salt. I try don't care. The, try one of the fun flavors. That yeah, like, strawberry guava. Grapefruit. I recently tried a like <laughs> that look at me. You said grapefruit. You're like, ooh, wait. I had like a Cadillac margarita not too long ago. Ooh, Grey Monnier. Yeah. Mm. Didn't know that they do like a float on top. Yeah. Those things are strong. Uh, That's yeah. us when we go on the cruise. Yeah. Just to let Gotta you eat know. first though. Too. Right. Make sure you eat a little bit. If you Make have sure one of those. right. Fill up on chips and salsa, maybe a burrito or two, but definitely partake in a margarita margarita on Saturday. <laughs> sure you haven't had one yet? Right. Also, Tuesday, Mardi Gras, a.k.a. Fat Tuesday. Let's go. Shout out to all of my New Orleans fam. Just keep it rolling after Margarita Day. <laughs> you Just know? keep it going. Just yeah, roll it right. to the week, you know. Uh, earn your beads or don't. I don't care. But have fun, but also be safe. <laughs> boop, boop. And lastly, if you're not going to partake in Mardi Gras Fat Tuesday festivities, mm -hmm. Have a pancake. It's National Pancake Day. Go to IHOP. <laughs> go to Danny's. I don't know. Make some Ooh. pancakes with your kids. <laughs> Have some breakfast for dinner. You know, IHOP will probably be giving out free pancakes, too. That day. You know? So go and get drunk. Maybe show your chest for some free pancakes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Uh, that'll get you arrested. Like, I'll show you my pancakes if you give me your right, pancakes. You Is that like how we're supposed to work that? Like, no, we're not doing that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so let's do a really, really quick recap of the show. Starting it off with our weekend and our week. The way for Valentine's me. Valentine's Day is definitely the way. Yeah, I was busy that day, but it was also the way. It's not too sad to be single. It's like, <laughs> just do something then, you know? And that's what we did. Um, Defy Seattle, uh, De not Seattle, sorry. Defy Tacoma is the way. That was the way for sure. Absolutely. Visiting um, with my Ariana 
my Ariana, my bestie visiting, definitely the way, me locking myself out of the house, not the way. <laughs> Twice in one week, absolutely not the way. It's, I did it on Monday, too. It's kind of Trash. funny. <laughs> how, how the tables have turned. Uh, so embarrassing. <laughs> and then our icebreaker categories. Definitely the way. However, stumbling at African countries. Right. Let's just research our African countries a little bit more. So we can say that's not the way, like our knowledge of that, but hopefully we can change that. I mean, I feel like I knew more than I. We just were like, I just get stuck. Yeah. Like a little bit like stage fright and I'm like, the lights on me. We were put on the spot. What do I do? What's my line? (laughs) (laughs) Review of the week. Um, For me, Northwest Tap Connection, absolutely the way. And I'm really excited to, you know, kind of continue this journey and seeing, you know, more of their shows and more of their events and really just kind of sinking myself more into the African-American community in Seattle yeah. because there's a lot going on and I just don't know all of it, you, you know? You just got to know where to go. Mm-hmm. Um, NPR's Modern Love Podcast, I'm going to say, is definitely the way. And it is safe for all ages, you know? So kid-friendly, um, senior-friendly, middle-age friendly, preteen-friendly, I can keep going, (laughs) but definitely the way. And then, first of all, black female entrepreneurs being the fastest growing uh, group of entrepreneurs. The way. (laughs) Like, absolutely. Point blank, period. Hands down. Um, And then the She Did That document documentary is also the way because I think that it's extremely important to highlight these things. Um, Again, like we said, we didn't even know how how true this was and you know like how i can't find the words but essentially we didn't know the numbers you know like we knew maybe it was a a big group and i've been seeing a lot of articles lately saying this but to see the numbers and to hear the stories um was way more reassuring and empowering than i could have ever thought yeah accurate and seattle happenings Hopefully, we'll be the way. If anything changes, we'll let you know. But we're banking on this being a good time. <laughs> so we're going to say that's absolutely the way. Mar- margaritas, Mardi Gras, and pancakes. The way. I mean, those are like three of my favorite things. So by the way, the IHOP is in the short stack. A free short stack. It's starting at 7 a.m. What's a short stack? It's it a means pancakes. Like, like so how many? It's three? Or four? Three. I think it's about how three big or three are they? or four. Well, it doesn't shorts, matter. Shorts. You're getting yeah, more I, than I, I don't think true. I'd be complaining at this point. I mean, point. they're free pancakes. Yeah, you're going to walk in with your margarita. You're going to be like, hey, what's up? Give me some that. pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> my pancakes. Send it my way. It sounds like a good time. <laughs> you know what, actually? Here's what you can do. I have the perfect, perfect, perfect idea. Get turned up earlier in the day during lunch. Enjoy your Mardi Gras that Tuesday margarita. And then once you get your drunchies and you're hungry and it's time to eat, to sober up, you're going to go and get the pancakes. And that's going to be great because the pancakes are going to absorb all the alcohol that's in you, hopefully sober you up a little bit. And I don't think IHOP serves alcohol, so you'll be forced to have some coffee or some juice or some water. And that's better than alcohol. So there you go. That's your Tuesday. And so now you've got a Tuesday plan. And then you can come meet us at the Black History Month Mixer. Right. (laughs) (laughs) As always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. It has been a pleasure. As always. And we will see y'all next week. As always, thank you so much for tuning into The Way. Catch you next week. Same time, same place. Follow us on Instagram at The Way Jazz and Tay and on Twitter at The Way JT. Don't be afraid to DM us if you have any questions or suggestions about the show. Until next time, bye. Peace.